What's good, everyone? Welcome back to my first kicks. This is episode 106. That's right. You heard me right. I messed up. We were supposed to be on episode 107, but I didn't listen to a good friend of mine, Chris, aka I am crack. He told me a year ago, I want to say, that I was an episode ahead and I was just like, man, you bugging. And I just kept it moving. So welcome to episode 106. I am your boy Haas. And this week we welcome Mr. Miller to the podcast. He's the host of If the Shoe Fits, which is a show on Instagram. Please make sure you tune in every Wednesday. I just wanted to get that plug in there because it's a really cool show. They talk about topics that I don't really necessarily touch on here because it's more current. But if you're into sneakers or want to know more of just more of just than like the hype or what's new or what's hot, like just current events around sneakers, it's a great show to tune into. You get lots of different viewpoints and they bring on a guest. Hopefully I get to be a guest. Speaking of which, I was recently a guest on Adam Butler's What Are Those podcast which is on Fox Sports Radio. So that was very cool. It's fun to be a guest, I want to say. And the reason why I was hesitant to say that is because I, I felt like I kept running into being a host again or like hosting a podcast. So if you're listening to that and you may hear that, I try to not be a, a host and I try to be a guest. But check it out. We touch on the hunt, the thrill of the hunt. And I will be sharing the clip that he posted on my stories and social medias because it's a great time. And I, will, I want every, all of the listeners that are listening to this to check it out. And especially if you're a first time listener and want to hear me in a guest capacity, check that episode out. I would love to be a guest on as many podcasts as possible. But I'm going to keep this real short because me and Mr. Miller go into it pretty in depth. And I really want you all to check out the episode. So on to where you can find Mr. Miller. You can find him on all social medias at Mr. Underscore Miller. That's with the E-R. One, check out his show. If the shoe fits underscore. No. Yeah. If the shoe fits underscore I-G. Also, hit up Mr. Miller's Corner on YouTube. And like I said earlier, like I said in the beginning of this this intro, his show is every Wednesday at 7 Central, so 8 o'clock Eastern, and I think 5 o'clock West. But it's a good time. Definitely check it out. And on to where you can find your boy. I am who is Haas on all social medias. Check out the podcast at myfirstkickspod at gmail.com. Please follow the TikTok. I'm only at 550 followers currently, and I'm trying to get to 1,000 so I can do some live stuff with Morgan and Flex. So the grind just keeps on going. 
it's funny because my I had a, one TikTok that went 30. It's like at 33,000 views, but it's like nobody following me. So <laughs> I don't even know if it's worth it after that. But don't forget, you can always, you, that's right, you listening right now can always write into the podcast. Tell me you're my first kick story. If you send it in, I will read it to the guest. We can both talk about it. It's a fun time. We've had one story written in, read it to the guests, which was Carl Tart at the time. And the reaction was great. It was a great story also. So myfirstkickspod at gmail.com. Do not forget it. Say it to yourself right now. Send in that story. And, you know, all... All the the information and where to find us, that's me and Mr. Miller, is going to be in the description of this podcast. So hit up the link trees or hit up the link tree, hit up the links that I post in there, leave us some feedback, review this podcast, leave comments on the shorts that I post on YouTube, follow the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube. I need I need a thousand subscribers on the YouTube as well. Help your boy out. Share this. If you see this or hear this, if you see this on somebody's page, if you if you're if you want to jump in and and post your kicks using the my first kicks hashtag, do that at me. Let's get some more involvement going. We're up to 106 episodes, and this one is gonna be a good one with my guest, Mr. Miller. Hey, Mr. Miller, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. What's up going on, man? How you doing? <laughs> you welcome. I'm, you welcome me. To, welcome to welcome me to my show. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I do interviews, so it's like have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. Um, guesting on other people's shows, I haven't done too much, but I know, like, I, I end up doing the same thing where it feels like, oh, I got a host too. I'm so used to that too, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, had to have you on because. You've had Morgan on an episode of your show, and that's what brought me into brought me into your your view. I was like, I gotta add you. I gotta add, I gotta add Rick, and so I had added everybody, everybody on the show. You also had Keely, uh, previous yeah, guest Keely yeah. as well. So yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, gotta gotta get Mr. Miller on, man. That's the, <laughs> the, the iconic background. The show is great. Like you know, I appreciate it, man. It's been a blessing, man. It's been a it's a blessing to create. And have people love and want to watch it and come back. That's the best thing about it. No, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, I keep bumping into my mic. Speaking of which, uh, let people know who you are and, you know, do your plugs right here. Yeah, this your boy, Mr. Miller, always checking in live from the base of the Miller's Corner. Yo, you can call me Mr. AKA, Mr. Kicks and Fatherhood. If y'all know what time it is, I've been doing this for nine and a half years running with me and my kids so people know me as Mr. Kicks and Fatherhood. You can also catch me every Wednesday night with my people's Rick Dove, Lace Differently. Y'all know what time it is to shoot fits. And you know, I had my normal interviews and I had the wonderful Mr. Morgan come on and say some other guests come on. We go ahead and do Live from Miller's Corner where we just chop it up, me and you just chop it up. But that's who I am. That's who I be. Little Rock representative. Professional Yo. sneaker work. That is fire, yo! Listen, that was better than any intro I've ever done. Man. 
<laughs> you had that on deck, man. I was like, whoa, this is my show? <laughs> hey, man, I love to do this, man. I've been doing it for so long. And I used to be a DJ. So, I, you know, it's just, you know, me cutting back on the ones and twos and mm-hmm. spinning to the crowd. So it's just that it's always in me. Oh, we're definitely going to get into that. But at first, we're going to jump into the question that I ask everybody every week. And that is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? That first pair of sneakers I absolutely needed to have was going to be that um, the Black Infrared 6, man. That's got a lot of history with it. Um, I'm a young kid. By, I, it was like the transition between Magic and Jordan and Bird. And, you know, if you remember that with that shoe, that's Michael Jordan's first championship. That's what he won. When he won that chip in L.A., it was that one. And I just remember my dad was a huge fan. And my dad hated it. My dad was like, oh, man, oh, no, Jordan ain't going to do nothing. And da, da, da. You know how the old folks talk. You oh, know how yeah. they do sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, it was just one of those things. And it just had that memory of me being a little kid, dragging my dad, uh-huh. you know, and doing it. So I just remembered that. And it was always a shoe I always had to have. And, and I remember working at Athlete's Foot. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of the people. I'm old school. A lot of y'all don't know who Athlete's Foot was, but. <laughs> I've These only seen people. one. I've only seen one in my life, man. <laughs> I worked at them. I, I was there. I was there. But so these are a pair of the 2000 uh, infrared black um, varsity red. Those are crazy. So I had to have when they re-released again. I got the other pair that came out earlier, but that, you know, it was kind of like the infra pink and I didn't like it. <clears throat> so when the 2018 pair came out, I had them repainted again to a darker red. Uh, given it that Nike Air on the back was, was synonymous with the black stitching, which we have not got properly. Mm-hmm. I would love to get the sample. If you know the sample has more red in the middle. But this is my all-time favorite shoe. This is the shoe I had to have. Uh, and just to take this story a little bit further, um, when my father passed about five years ago, and the day he passed, he had, I, I remember a lot, but the day he passed, he had on one of my favorite sixes, probably my second favorite six. It's going to be the Carmine. Carmine. And um, I ended up wearing, when he passed, this is what I had on. So I don't wear this shoe anymore. And I've got the re-release with the Nike Air on the back. But um, the sixes are my favorite shoe because it has a lot of memories connected to my dad. So uh, the Carmine Sixes do have a nice little touch with it. So go those up there as honorable mention. Many, many condolences, you know. (laughs) Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. but not to jump into this weirdly, I did a very bad pivot because that's a very bad thing to do. I'm going to give a little synopsis of the, the Nike Air Jordan 6 Retro well, from 2010, the specific pair that we're going to uh, that we, you also pulled up as well uh, for the listeners. Uh, this has the same blocking color blocking as the 1991 OG black slash infrared, but features varsity red in place of the OG's infrared accents. It was also released in January 2010. The sneaker also comes with a black suede upper, Nike Air unit, and translucent white outsole. It's absolutely a classic pair. Yes. I think, like, yeah. for me, for, uh, like, I've never, I've never gotten into sixes. I don't have any sixes. Um, and because... Like for some reason, the tongue just kind of always took me away out of it for some yeah, reason. Yeah. But like as I got older, I'm like, yo, the, Jordan was ahead of his time with that tongue. 
Yeah, it really was. It was kind of just one of that shoe that you had to know what you were rocking. Like you had to pull, you had to better right, let let the jeans fit right. You had to. It was a hard shoe, um, and I just fell in love with it just because of the way it looked. And you know, I just love the design, the the foot to, to pull it on. You know, it was just so with the two three. How you can see the two three printed yeah. on. You know, it was just everything to me, and. It always will be. So this shoe can never do any wrong. Any there's very rarely, hardly any sixes. I try, I try not to pass. So, but this is this right here, my heart and soul. <laughs> uh, I love that man. I love that. Did you always grow up in Little Rock? Were you? Because I know you mentioned that you were part of the military. So like, yeah. You know, did you? So we. Like, I was born in uh, Ramstein, Germany. Oh wow. And, okay. Yeah, I was born over there, and we when I was about three or so, we moved. My my parents, my my mother's side is from Houston and my father's side from Jackson, Mississippi. So we needed a place to be. We was right in the middle. So Arkansas and Little Rock was where it was in it was like the center of attention mm-hmm. that we can go eight hours to Texas and five hours to Jackson. So I grew up around military bases, but summertime and everything I was in. Texas or Mississippi, you know how it is. They ship you off for, you know, nothing to have, you know, that's how it was. So I kind of grew up in the melting part of the South. That's, that's wild. Like, I, I got to know, like, cause it, when you're living on base, right, is it mm-hmm. just very like, like, are you allowed to have a fashion sense? Can you be expressive at all? Oh yeah. Well, it just depends on a lot of the, like you had like the, the, you had the officer sides. You had the officer side where it was like the head, the, like everything was different. The housing was different. The, they got paid a lot more money. So that was like the up, the up. But then you had the regular airmen or whatever that was on base and they had the regular housing. But like we had the base exchange and it was real cool. Like they, we got polo. Mm-hmm. Like we used to get like, you ask anybody that was in the military back in the old 90, 97 through 2005. Mm-hmm. Yo, the base exchange was getting everything. Like, you can do that. Just if you were in the military, you couldn't have, like, big earrings or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, the fashion shit back then was jerseys and you know, big pants. So it really wasn't as expressive as what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I was raised all around them. So I dealt with both sides, the Air Force and the, and, and the, uh, uh, the, was the Navy. So I did. Oh, yeah. oh. For some reason, when you said Air Force, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, maybe they were rocket Air Forces in Houston. And then, uh, and then no, no, no. no. Air Force base. The one I live in, the one that's in Jacksonville yeah. is, is, is an Air Force base. It was a very great, it was really one of the best air bases back in the day, but now it's just a, it's a, you staying here for a couple weeks, do your training, they ship you out. Yeah. So it's a lot different. But, yeah, well, but I remember back in the day, Yo, I was an Air Force One King. Just slaying them joints. Yo, I had my connect. I had, you know, old Miss Joyce would pull me like all the 11s and 11 and a half and 12s. And I go slaying them joints at the high school right up the street. You know what I'm that's saying? That's crazy. Because we, we was getting them tax-free uh-huh. $70. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know that. so I'm in there making $30, a, you know, $30 a sneaker. You know, I'm like, don't let me get started. Don't let me get started. No, no. <laughs> this, is, this is about that. Like, I, I mean, what what propelled you to be like, y'all? This is this is the wave. I'm a, I'm gonna jump on, copping a bunch of Air Forces and start selling them. 
man, it, it really, it, it, it really wasn't like, we wasn't like the mentality the way it is now. It was more like, yo, I can hook you up. Yeah. I'm going to make a little change so I can buy mine. It, it was understood. It was kind of like that unwritten rule. Even now, like if, even when I was getting hookups and champs and whatever, I used to always tip my man $20, $30. So it was nothing for me. Like it was just, it was just, it is what it was. And so I've always kept that from back then. So when I was just side hustling, it was just like, I wasn't looking for clientele. It was just people would know who I was and they really needed a hookup. You know what I'm saying? And we just kind of, and that opened my doors to get a job at Athlete's Foot and do everything. So it just opened the doors by just everybody knowing who, you know, what I was about. Mm-hmm. Well, what was that job? I mean, listen, Athlete's Foot. You're still, you're bringing me back with Athlete's Foot, but, but what what was that like? What was, what was it like working there? Like, what, what Oh, it was great. Yeah. I loved it because they took pride in, in what you knew mm-hmm. and what you knew about shoes. Like, you had to go take tests. You had to go, you had to learn about the shoes. The reps would come in. And, and talk to you and like give you the swag. Like we weren't getting it at Foot Locker and Chance from what I, all I know. And I know many people that work for Foot Locker and Chance. I never had in-depth reps come in and talk to you. New balances, all them. They was coming in the athlete's foot and literally just teaching us. Mm-hmm. So that's how I learned. I remember the Nike rep coming and telling us about the uh, the phone posits when the penny the penny dropping, and I remember like that was the first two hundred dollars shoe, and we was all like, "Wow!" But the Nike rep came in and was like, "Yo, this is this is this why," and I was like, "Now you can't do that no more. Now these kids don't know nothing." No, yeah. Yo, if I need something for blah 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 blah, yo, I got this Air Max, bro. That's gonna kill my feet if I'm doing that. It's not. They don't. It don't work like that no more. And I miss those days. I can't go into a, a sneaker shop and have a, a good conversation about shoes I may be looking for. Yeah, that's I mean, that's that's it is very mind boggling because when I would when I go to to shops as well, like I'll mm-hmm. ask people and I'll be like, yo, do, do you know when these are coming in? And so I was like, oh, just check the app. Just just check yep. the app. I'm like, I'm, and then and it's not it's like it's like you work at a restaurant. And you don't taste any of the food. You don't know what the menu is? Yeah. Oh, man, it bothers me. Like, I just, I've gone to sneaker shops and, and been like, yo, y'all getting the da 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 Man, what's that? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. The worst Never mind. Ever. I just think if you, you know, if you know, if you're in the business, you should know about the business. And I think that is what really has kind of further hurt you know, champs and Foot Locker, even besides it, the, the backdooring situation, that's really hurt them because they, they don't get that experience. Right. And I believe people would buy more shoes if they know they can get a real general diagnosis mm-hmm. like you used to get back in the day. Yeah. Now it's like people are just spending their money on the hype stuff because it's what other people are saying you yep. should be buying instead of like, because like I'm very, when it comes to basketball sneakers, is I love hooping. So yeah. my my thing is like I'll watch the wear testers. I'll watch like yeah. you know uh, the Soul Brothers and and just see what yeah. they think about you know about a certain shoe that's grip on the court. Can it do? Can it do outside? Yeah. Can it do inside? And you can't do that. You can't just go to a Foot Locker and get that. Like you have a place. You have a separate part of Foot Locker. It's called House of Hoops, but nobody <laughs> in there plays ball. 
Like, <laughs> it's, it's the most craziest thing. I don't understand it. Um, but <laughs> how far how far up did you end up getting in? Or were you just like, I'm in it for a little bit and I'm out of here? Was it like I stayed job? for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then I became, uh, Blockbuster was paying a lot more money. Hey. <laughs> and, I, and I love as a movie guy. Mm-hmm. And I... Kept, I, I kept my and by that time, you know how it is when it comes to situations when you work in the industry, you build friends and connects. So I knew I had left friends and connects. So it was like um, making more money. I don't have to drive as far. It was like five minutes from my house. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm skipping. So, I, but I still maintain, you know, I still maintain the friendship. The, the guy that uh, that was hooking me up as a young kid, mm-hmm. he's still there. Big shout, out to Ronnie. Big shout out to Ronnie. He's still there. He he remembered me when I was a young kid, just, you know, little knucklehead, you know, standing in line, being cool, you know, you know, and so he still, so my kids have gone to get stuff from him. And that's, it's kind of weird, the circle of life when it comes to, uh, you know, kicks with me, yeah. you know, because I don't, I don't treat it as a, I don't treat it as just flip flam and fluff, man. I love this. I love this game. No. Yeah, me too. I think it's, it's, it's hard to. It's hard to express without seeming like an old head to these newer kids how much more inclusive this thing can be, mm-hmm. right? You know, I think it's it's hard. Like, that's my biggest problem right now is not to be like, no, nah, you don't understand. Like, or like, you know, or just be like, oh, before it was like this. Like, I, but it's so hard to, 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 to express how much you can love something and not yeah. be about monetary value. Well, I, I can tell you this from experience. I used to, I, I, that used to be me in a very good phase uh, of, you know, of my sneaker collecting life. I was like that. I was like, get off my lawn. You know, I was that old man, like, yeah. you don't wear your laces like that. You know, <laughs> you know, I was, that's what I was. Yeah. Not purposely. Mm-hmm. And I, because we were, we were raised so different. And my mom used to always tell me when we used to see folks acting a fool in the store, you know, in the store and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, you'd be like, your mama gonna kill you. You know what I'm saying? You used to have that fear factor. But we weren't raised to be in that in that way. Mm-hmm. So when I see these young kids and they just don't have, they have the passion, but they don't understand the heart behind getting yeah. and growing within this game. That's why it bothered me, but I I started to learn from them. A way different facet. But what they also have to understand is that when we're first trying to reach our hand out and bridge that gap and us beyond to have an understanding, y'all need to do the same. Because there was a lot. That's where the that's where the the bumping of the heads become, because we can extend our hand as OGs. And, and that younger generation, like, man, go on, get up out of here. Like, I mean, I don't be disrespectful to people, but I didn't told dude straight up, like, bro, you can't even touch my kids' collection. Like, I, I don't need you. To, I need you to take several seats. <laughs> don't, don't. You, they get real disrespectful real quick and try yeah. to come at the character. It's like, bro, you can't even touch my kids' kids' collection. You can barely touch my wife's collection. So what are we talking about here? Like, we don't, we don't want to get dirty. I'm just talking to you real. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't have to, you don't have to take it there. And I try not to a lot of times. So, but no, I mean, sometimes you gotta let them know. Sometimes I know, you gotta yeah. let them know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, yeah. 
You got to hit him with the five fingers on the chest. You got to be like, yeah, just, it's just like, chill for a little bit. You got too much dip on your chest. I need you to take several seats. It's just, uh, it's, I don't know. It's just like, I, cause were you able, cause you, you talked about going into Houston for a little bit and like that, I'm pretty sure that scene, that sneaker scene had to be totally different versus, yeah. uh, oh, well, yeah, from Houston. Yeah. You know, Houston where my 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 fam stay, uh, you know, it was Fifth Ward. Uh, you know, we from is, you know, I used to go down there and see my cousins in Fifth Ward. Like when they shot that Jason's lyrics with dude was shooting on the basketball mm-hmm. court. Like I didn't been there, you know, and you know, and then when they shot that, and you know, big shout out to South Park. That's where, you know, my mom, my grandmother stayed, you know. So that's where I was, that's what we still was in South Park. Mm-hmm. So that sneaker scene was really different. You know, that's why I learned about a lot of the the Air Forces was really heavy, you know, and the Jordan sneak was sneaking in there, too. But it, it but it was just different. But then when you would go to uh, Mississippi, go to Jackson, it was yeah. totally different. It was Adidas. It was it was Sockney. You know, it was it new balances like they had like stuff they could afford because it was a different it was a different vibe with the economics shaped that sneaker. Scene. So it was, you know. We used to call them buddies. Like we used to have different phrases what buddies were back in the day. Depending buddies. on where you live, like we we used to, you know, look, dude got on some buddies. You know, we we used to call them. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just shaped the the you know the sneaker scene back where you were back in the day. So so buddies are non Nikes. Yeah, buddies are non. We 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 call we used to call them buddies. <laughs> buddies could be anything because like you. I might you, take you know, that man. I might take that. I'll be like, yo, Morgan, yeah. you wearing them buddies? Wearing them buddies, man. You know, it's just like it could be like a you know, uh like a hand me down too, like somebody that gave you some beat up shoes, like and it ain't yours or your buddies. So you like, yo, you got on buddies. And or you had a you know, you got on them, you could tell they just been beat down, just terrible, or they are really a torn down rendition of something mm-hmm. that you know. You call them buddies. So you got them buddies, man. Take them buddies off. Oh my god! <laughs> remember, remember when the polo boots was real huge and the fake Timberlands and all this. Oh stuff yeah, the Aver- I, I always talk about the fake Averex with the yeah, with the man, got that came boots. up with the fire. Yeah, I was like, oh, buddy boots. Got y'all, man, you got them buddies boots. <laughs> you know what I mean? We suggest that was just a term in the south. We use like the buddies. <laughs> I was big on Fimbalins. I'd be like, yo, man, you wearing them Fimbalins over there, bro? <laughs> <laughs> the, there's this area, because uh, I mean, I'm from New York, so like, there's this area yeah. called Roosevelt Ave, right? I mean, because you know about, you know about Chinatown. Chinatown yeah, always got yeah. the fakes. But Roosevelt Ave, because I'm from Queens, so like, Roosevelt Ave used to have just like, the dudes out there, and they would just have all the shoes in every single... Every single model you can think of, and it just say air on it. Yep. And I'll be like, you said and you see somebody pull up in the school with them, Joyce? You'd be like, nah, man, you, where'd you get those, bro? <laughs> yo, yo, it was acceptable, though, because I remember going to the flea market in Houston. Like, we would go before the summer. We would go down, and that's when you had the fake Tommy Hill figures. You had everything. Like, and you just really could. It was so diluted. But it also was accepted. Like you, that was it. That was back in the day when I was like, you knew, like that stuff wasn't Tommy Hill figure. You right, everybody knew, but everybody rocked it. And nobody like now, if we did that, we would get ostracized. We would get killed. But back in the day, that's what it was. I remember getting the when Nelly was doing the Air Force Ones with the pattern cut out and they really weren't Nikes. We mm-hmm. were buying 
We was buying them fakes, but it was acceptable. We had two pairs. Two yeah, pairs. when 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 we used to get them those 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 Jordans that we was like, man, they never made those. But they had them <laughs> with the, the crazy color. Market. Yeah, with the, the yeah, colors that and never everybody. Seen. But it was yeah. acceptable because mm-hmm. it was like, yo, this, it was just a, it was cool. Just let it go. Like nobody, you can't do that now. But I remember, I remember that like it was yesterday. It shaped me. It made my humble. It made me humble too. Yeah. Because nobody, you know, we didn't, nobody knocked, knocked at each other. Nobody was out to make anybody hurt, hurt their feelings. You know, it, we, we understood what circumstances we lived in and we just accepted it. Mm-hmm. Now we can't do that. That same amount of compassion and love and empathy we don't have. We will, we will talk mad stuff about people and not understand what's going on in their life. And I hate that about the game. I hate that. So that that's one of the things that taught me, man, was humbleness. Yeah. So we need that a lot more. No, yeah, I think uh, as as you said, as OGs, I think we have to bring that back in terms of just like the idea of of like my big thing, and I, I've been preaching this for a little bit, is that I don't think we need requirements to be a sneakerhead, right? No, like, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like, oh, you got to have these three pairs. If you're not, you're not considered a sneakerhead. Like that, that all needs to stay back in 2008 eight, bro. like all that needs to stay back there it doesn't need to be now you know like yeah. I think a, a natural or an appreciation something that brings you closer to a moment in time that it, if it's a shoe if it's the Jordan commercial like you know like if, it, if it's just like an isolated moment of time it makes a bigger impact and it creates you having a love for sneakers like your sixes like you know yeah. like that is what should be the the soul of being a sneakerhead, not monetary yeah. value, not like, oh, I got the hypest stuff. Like it's I think I think that needs to be injected back into the community or if you call it yeah, whatever we I have totally right now as a community. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, I, I've even said this and said things that are controversial because I've told people there's a lot of collectors in the game, there's, you know. There's people that just want to collect to have it as a showcase. They're not in it to know. They can't tell you the, the, their favorite shoe and why. They can't tell you the tech that's in the behind it. They can't tell you the lineage of shoes or where stuff comes from. They can't tell you that. That that's what we have to keep alive. Like that's where some of us are screaming to keep in in talking about, not just the hype and putting a name and a in a in a material on it and, and a label on it. It's it's about everything that comes in a, the whyness of why technology keeps getting. Why did Tinker do this with the Harachi? Why did it go to the Jordan Seven? You know, it's just like all that we're fighting to keep alive. And I think that's what that I don't I don't I don't ever want that to go away. No, yeah, I think a lot of people need to uh, realize that you know there's mad there's mad hours being put into this stuff, right? You know, like. Like even with your contents too, right? We're we're trying to bring back, or my content as well. Like, uh, trying to bring back this storytelling idea because I feel like stories have been zapped out or just been manufactured into what we need to believe. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I mean, I can point. There's not too much I can put in this room, and people have been asking me to do it. But like, I can go to every shoe in my box in my box and tell you a story. I can sit down and tell you a five, 10 minute story. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, you know, when this is the OG Cool Grain, Cool Grain 11s. I remember my mama called me and asked me, was I okay when I got this shoe? 
because they were shooting at the mall. Whoa. And people were getting beat up. The first shoot my mama called me, she was like, are you okay? Are you sure? You know what I'm saying? That's this is you know I got stories. How how did that happen? Yeah, man, I got stories to tell. Wait, wait, where, where was that at though? That was in that was in Little Rock. Oh wow, that was in Little Rock. They was they was shooting. It was on it was on the news and everything. They was shooting and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I can what else, man? I can tell you. Yo, this is yo, this is a one of my best finds. This is 16.5. Getting one of these and going to athlete's foot. Picking these up at two o'clock, bringing my manager, my old school manager, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, I mean, you know what I'm saying like <laughs> that's got, wild. Yo, I got a story. Mm-hmm. I got a story to tell. Like I, you know, and I said this on on our show that I was telling people. I was like, we didn't. Nike didn't give us a reimagined story. No, yeah. they just let us imagine the story we wanted. Do you understand how from a, from an advertising? I I did, I've been in advertising ten years. It's my thing. Do you know how how much I was craving to run that campaign? Because I just thought it was it was raw. I think once the pictures were leaked of what it was right. in the box, I think I think Nike said, fuck it. We here. Just throw Wait, it out. Yeah. Just forget about it. Because yeah. I, I don't think you gotta look at that. Look at how that shoe was. Why was there not nothing in or anything around that that lost and found? There was nothing around that shoe. Especially not here, because like I remember seeing the video the there's the post, but they did like a huge they made like a fake Sandy's bro in China. Why out there? Like, why is this not in here? Why is this not in New York? Why is it not in Chicago, like or a big metropolitan city? Like and no, like make it, it like a nothing. destination to go. You pull, you pull up. You can sell like sell as many pairs as you want. Just throw them all but, there. Like you know what I mean. I just that's one of the things that frustrates me about Nike is is that I think that their their program their program managers are suffering because I don't know if it's Nike not telling them or just not them not being creative. Yeah. I just think that they miss a lot of campaigns on making sure that things are out. I mean, I, I griped and almost threw that shoe away. Was the Jackie Robinson uh, dunk? Mm. I thought that shoe was a top five shoe of the year in my in my opinion, and I thought that they just shit it in the box. They just I said, why would you? That was me? it. That was it. I said, why would you put this beautiful, gorgeous shoe about this wonderful, inspiring man in a in a shitty box and undertones that people didn't understand with that? And people were like, oh, don't worry about it. For, but for me, as a black man that right. played baseball since the age of five, and I coach my kids, that means something to me. That means we're not getting our 40 acres in a mule. That means so much to me in representation is what we're fighting for is what I fight for uh, uh, 99% of the time on my page is getting representation and, and inspiring people to go after what they want to do. Turn your, turn your passion into your profession. Mm-hmm. But I just, it's just certain things like that going back to that shoe. I just think that we, they just don't look at a lot of stuff. And that's like the Nike trainer, the Nike Trainer One, mm-hmm. they rolled the OGs back. We didn't get a campaign for them until two months after the shoe came out. Right? Yeah, it was it was funny because like I enjoy that shoe, but I enjoy it because of the the SB version of the shoe. Yeah, right. That that yeah. pair I've always wanted, but I ended up getting the the re releases. Yeah, those I got the re releases. My SB pair, the SB pairs over there. Uh, I got. The oh, SB you got them? Oh, I'm jealous. 
<laughs> play with me. Yeah, yeah, I'll play. I'll pull up. <laughs> they sitting right, right over there. Don't worry about it. Hey, you want to see I got them right up. <laughs> the but yeah, I just think that like they they're definitely just pumping out shoes at this point, right? There's no there's no real like I mean listen, like I don't know. Did you watch Grails on Hulu? Oh, mm-hmm. the, yeah, I like I love that story so much because you get to see the encompassing growth of them, of both O and uh, I'm dro- I'm I've forgotten the other guy's name now, but both of the East Side golf guys, um, and see like, oh, this is the first Jordan golf shoe, like, and you can see how much of their time they're putting into their stuff, and then they're also getting to tell their stories through that shoe because it's such a brand new thing that. Like Jordan's just like, oh, we get to we get to do whatever we want with this. Like, you know, I think but it's like and then when you take a think about it, when you think about all the other releases that Nike does and they're just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to throw this out. All right. Just throw it on the app. Just throw it on the app. Put it like I I walked into uh, my my local store and I cop like I was able to just walk in and get the the Nike uh, air trainer one chlorophylls. And I mean, I was happy for that because. I I really enjoy that shoe, but they were just like, oh yeah, it's just like it's sitting here. You can just grab it. But I'm like, it doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Such a sh- uh, uh, a shoe with such a long heritage, right? That was only getting it wasn't even getting re released every other year. It, this was like it, it, six seven we years. Five, we had five six seven years where we didn't get anything. Yeah, and, you know, I stand on there as a component uh, with people that also know me. They know me for doing Trainer Tuesdays and keeping that alive. Uh, I thought last year for Nike, I applauded their efforts in giving us the trainer ones back. Um, I thought they didn't, you know, they were late to the table for the chlorophyll ones, but the the the, the amount of OG colorways, the midnights to the uh, the new layer, uh, the new level of trainer two, they elevated that shoe with those three new versions, those uh, uh, those SE versions of trainers. Yeah, I have two out of the three of the pair. I, I got one. I got the. I got the the gray green gray mint pair, whatever you want to call it, like gray gray aqua the, pair. I got you. Okay, you have the one I don't have because uh-huh. I have, I have the chlorophyll, and then I have what they I call them the Lionheart cat. They look like the Thundercats because they look like a, they look like a Thundercat. Yeah, yeah. I got those. I love that the fact that they did that and elevated, but kept that shoe. They upgraded that shoe so. I, if you were going to upgrade any type of shoe and that's and and do it and give it something that was appealing to the eye, I applaud whoever created that shoe and gave it. They gave it a whole new life. Yeah. Um, I also want to applaud Travis. Like people didn't know, like the bottom of that shoe is the actually the bottom of the shoe. The way the trainers actually came mm-hmm. when they played when McEnroe was playing in them. That's why you know, I didn't know because like, I wasn't able to get know that, like little bits. Like, why is the bottom of the shoe? Well, that's actually the way the shoe looked at the bottom. You know, like people didn't know that. It was like little bitty things. Like that trainer looked good to me. Yeah. That trainer, I have both pairs. And I won and I got them for retail. And I was so happy. I was sweating bullets because I thought I was going to miss that shoe. Mm-hmm. I love trainer ones. I love it. But I don't think they've introduced it right. I mean, I was a component. I wish they would introduce Bo's line back. Oh, yeah. Correctly. Me too, man. Me too. Uh, give me that. Give us some ninety ones back. Give us some. Give give us some. I don't, I, I don't understand why they have it. Like if they're bringing us the the trainer ones, like do that. And then I was recently looking at the the trainer two lows, mm-hmm. the the supreme joints. Like 
I was like, yo, bring those too. Like, if you're if you're gonna do that, I was like, I, don't worry, I got them. No, I'm upstairs. <laughs> I got them too. Don't worry about. It. I got them too. I'm about, I'm about to try to find a pair on eBay, man. Because I was looking yeah. at them the other day. I was I like, yo, I, I gotta get them. Yeah, I got the white. <laughs> I got the white pair. I got the white, uh, the white, red, and green pair. I'm jealous. You got everything. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous. And the only reason why I didn't get the black pair is because I have the Gucci. I have the Gucci. Uh, the Gucci turn of one, uh-huh. which is with the green and the red yeah. and the black. So I was like, ah, I don't need that one. I mean, so. <laughs> just, just making me jealous here, man. <laughs> uh, uh, trainers, I don't miss up. But people, people be hitting me up. They're like, Miller, you need this trainer? I'm like, man, I already got it. You know how many people sent me that that Bo Jackson Raiders trainer? Yeah. And I said, I, I don't want that shoe. Because I've, I've got the Max 91 with the Raiders on the back trainer. Wow. I don't want that. If it's going to be the Raiders all, trainer. All, you, all you're missing is a Charles Woodson jersey, man. You get to go. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I want the real deal. But yeah, yeah they need to get bring some bow lines back. Oh, ah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I wanted to talk, definitely wanted to talk about your show and, yeah. uh, you know, like, what, what, because like, I find IG shows just very hard to do, because like, mm-hmm. It's all about like you got to make sure people pulling up, and then you got to get everybody. Everybody's got to have stable con- connections. Like <laughs> it's definitely yeah. a tough show. But what inspired you to start it? Um, well, I started Miller's Corner um, when quarantine started, mm-hmm. uh, when COVID, and it was just my way of just meeting people. Um, I wanted to just I knew people I was I wasn't gonna meet, but it was a lot of people that I could meet and a lot of thing was starting to kick off and I thought it was really cool. And I just kind of was like, yo, you want to chop it up? And, and I just kind of, and I came with it coming from a background of advertising. I turned it, I knew how to structure a show. So I had, I had gave the, the guests the question. So I have you on, I give you the questions and you, you, we just, that's what we talk about. So I can get the best out of my guests. And it just kind of, people started catching on. People started like, that was entertaining. That was oh. Oh, and then um, then Greg came along and, you know, when it got even worse and he was my my consistent guest. And it was like, yo, you want to keep doing this thing on Wednesday nights? And yeah, OK. And then it was like, oh, you want to come up with a name? And then it was like, oh, OK, I'll come up with a name. And if the shoot, then it, it came up with if the shoe fits. Um, and then we had um, and then we added Rick. Rick is our third member of it. Mm-hmm. And, and it just kind of morphed. Uh, but the purpose of our show, the purpose of our the whole content of the show is to to, to talk about the universe of sneakers. Uh, there's so many things you can talk about. And I don't want to talk about the big headlines. If we do talk about a big headline topic, I, I give you substance. And that's what we're all about. We want to give you substance. We want to be fair. We want to be equal. We, we want to be uh, educational to people, to our listeners. So we try to we do everything. So we talk about everything. But we're fair about situations. We're not. We're not going to shy away from things. So the the show was based around telling, just talking about everything, whether it was a bad release, a good release, who lying, what's fake. It didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was just something I came up with, and and it's been going good. So this is our in our fourth season of the If the Shoe Fits, and got big things coming. Oh yeah, I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, hopefully I get to be a guest one time. You know? Yeah, man. You know, yo, yo, I got you, man, for real. Like, y'all always return the, I always return the favor, man. Yeah. Like, I love watching y'all. You know, I'm still trying to ingratiate myself 
into the the TikTok community. Mm-hmm. I'm, just I'm trying myself. Thing. I'm not yeah, in there. Man. You can't yeah, say yeah, y'all. I'm not in there yet. <laughs> yeah, you in there? You 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 a lot. You a lot closer than me. If you're gonna say anything, he's a lot closer than me. But I've been. I've just been a, a quiet observer and an admirer of some of the the, the people that uh, that are in the community. You know, running around Morgan because Morgan was the most prominent one. Him yeah. and sneaking on mix and flex in them. And, you know, those are the kind of the guys that kind of stuck out. Um, and, and I kind of thought, like, you know, they you know, things I don't agree with, there's things that, you know, we always don't have that. Oh, yeah. you know. But, you know, <laughs> they've been very fair. And, and I followed. And, I, and I, I became really big fans of them, you know. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to think, one of my goals for 2023 was to, to be more inclusive and more build, having a gap. So you guys um, going on the TikTok world, come over to in Instagram because we see the Instagram and TikTok, them two different entities. Those no, are not yeah. the same. And don't even think about sneaker Twitter. Sneaker Twitter is something else, man. <laughs> Leave it alone. But I think the easiest thing we could possibly do is get together yeah. and share content, share, share platforms. Uh, and that's what I would really, really want to do in 2023. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't think I'm part of TikTok, sneaker TikTok yet. I'm trying. It's tough, you there. You there. I look, I look, look, I'm the old guy. I here. see you. <laughs> I, I see you. It's because you follow me, but but I'm no, the old man, guy I here. See <laughs> I see you. Listen, man, I see a lot of people. I'm one of those guys I'm an inquisitive. I'll go right, I'll go down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. just so I can learn and meet new people. Cause I just I want to be influenced. I get influenced by people in the game. Yeah. With your your you can sway me on a lot of stuff, whether it be shoes, whether it be fashion, whether it be trends. I, I'm open. To, I'm an open book. I can be swayed, mm-hmm. and I, and I want to lead by example when it comes to that because I think people have this opinion and they don't, they think it their that word is born, so they don't they don't they you can't I can't be moved, and it's like come on man, you can be moved. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a discussion. I think one of the most heated and oddest discussion I had on Twitter was when I put the the Armaniers, the one through four. Yeah. And I told people to rank them mm-hmm. and just to see the amount of you crazy, you know, the two is the greatest. It was just like, my, but it got a little ugly, but then it got, it got really good. Yeah. And you know, the, I just want to say with that, just cause like the Ama Maneers, like, mm-hmm. there are people that just look at the construction of the shoe and not the message of each shoe and don't rank it with both. and then, Or they just go, it's just that I, to me, listen, to me, each one of those shoes have such so much more deeper meaning. Yeah. And I think that gets underlooked crazily. Like, it's so underlooked. Yeah. Um, like, I think what James Whitner did in order to get more of a conscious, like it, it, it more in order to get more conscious buying is, is great in terms of just being like a conscious sneakerhead or a person who's just yeah. into sneaker and messages within the sneaker community. But like, I mean, we were talking about manufactured stories and I think what he was doing was we all have the same stories with like, we all have a piece of the story in these shoes. And it's not like, the ones were like, well, this is a fake, like, uh, we just found a bunch of a thousand pairs of Jordans now, and this is what they look like now. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, him being like, yo, the threes are about being raised by women. Like, you know, the twos, uh, I forgot the story of the twos. And I also don't remember the story of the ones either. 
Uh, but I know the fours are ones was the ones was the crack was the, the rose from the crack. Oh the yeah, crack. yeah. The, from the, the crack from Western yeah. College. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then, that one that one. I mean, and then the the last one. Um is about I, I can message. tell you this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can tell Awareness. you this. Um the 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 Whitner, I mean, just to talk about the, the whole Amonier, the whole Amonier thing, it's beautiful. It's it's just the elegance of what he's brought back to um the game yeah. and with that release um it's an essence of the ben collection and that was the first thing i when i first saw the the first one we ever got mm-hmm. the three i right. said this is this has been this this has that ben feel yeah and a lot of people don't understand how much they put into that ben because i guarantee if you would have put a shoehorn in one of them shoes or all of them shoes uh-huh what we talking about here? Exactly. What we talking about here? Exactly. Like people don't understand. People do not understand because it was it was so it was a secret society. I felt at one time in the sticker game, and when those bins dropped, it was a secret society and how you could get them and how who got their hands on them and who you knew. That's that that to get to have those or one of those in your collection was it is that's like a lot of that's a lot of. It holds a lot of weight to me. No, yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's like I grew up with that happening, but I didn't yeah. understand it. Like I wasn't I wasn't part exactly. of I was, it. It was literally like a secret society. Yeah, it was like a secret <laughs> society. That's what like even remember when I remember. Because I remember the, I stopped somebody with the with the fives, with the bin fives. I was like, I was like, yo, those are crazy. And he was just like, Yeah, man, bin fives. And I was just like, been fives and then he just yeah. walked away and that was it it stuck in my head i was it after that I'm telling you i mean i i remember remember the lightning force drop yeah and people thought it was fake mm-hmm. and they were like yeah that's the real drop and being like find somebody's <laughs> house it wasn't like jump on your phone back then yeah it was find somebody's house with internet mm-hmm. that's how it was it was like there was no we knew got the news yeah. It was like paging time. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, we when we talk about the hunt, like, we was, that was the hunt. That was definitely the hunt. That was the hunt back in the day because we mm-hmm. didn't have that. We didn't, we didn't have that back in the day. I miss those days. Just. <laughs> or, like, or like when, when stores, like when um, Jumpman 23 opened and it was just like, Everybody talking about it for weeks. Yo, I heard they opened a Jumpman 23. And then you just like, yeah. Where? And then, then you got to find it. Like, yeah, yeah. That was the back. I mean, <laughs> I remember, I, I mean, I got corrected on my show. I mean, I was like, some guy was like, man, you remember when they let you design your uh, uh, Jordan 1s? I was like, man, what are you talking about? <laughs> Jordan 1 Alphas. Yeah. Jordan 1 Alphas, man. I was like, oh, my God. I don't remember <laughs> when, when I thought See, somebody had sent me the site mm-hmm. of what it looked like. I said, oh, I sure do remember that. <laughs> like, it was just, I'm telling you, that, like, that's what I miss. Like, I have so many ideas of, of curating content of just, just somebody needs to document, like, our feelings, like, when we have conversations like this. So people like you that's chronicalizing all this right now, we need that. Because you like I told people in early in my early in my days that people was getting to know me. I'm a JC Penny's kid. 
And a lot of people didn't understand what I meant by that. No, I did. That's another I was, I was a Sears talk. kid, so I was really yeah. Crazy. So you, but you understand, you yeah. know that 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 wording. You understand, like so. I grew up not getting the Jordans mm-hmm. and 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 the high shoes. We had to deal with the trainers. That's what we got. We had we didn't get the up tempos. We got the more up tempo. Oh, oh yeah, I remember those, yo. <laughs> I remember those. Reggie Miller was my. Reggie Miller was my favorite, was my Don't second favorite that. player next Don't to Jordan. Say that, man. You heard me, man. Yeah, Reggie Miller Knicks was fan, my man. last name Miller. So, you know, it's all it's automatic. <laughs> I know, I know. Big shout out to Morgan. I'm wearing a Pacer fan. So, but, you know, I you know, that the, Reggie Miller was my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I had the more up tempos because he had the more up tempos. Yeah. And because, you know, the, the up tempos, that's I had the full air. Right. Those were $60 more. Moms wasn't giving me that XT60 just just to be able to see the air new, the air unit. Nah, <laughs> the penny pennies was the same way. Mm-hmm. Pennies was at the JC pennies. Mom and mom, you know, mom and put would have five six hundred dollars on credit. She get you. She can get those and pay those off in six months. You know, that's how we budgeted our stuff. So I and I tell people, so you a serious baby. I was a JC pennies baby. We had to appreciate. The shoes and and gyms and relationship oh, building, yeah. like we used to like. My mom was like, "We don't even, we don't even go in the Foot Locker. Don't even go." I used to love going in the Foot Locker when they had the basketball hoop. Uh-huh. When you would walk, when you used to walk in and hoop, man, yeah, man, y'all used to. You didn't know nothing about the track. Y'all didn't even stand on the tracks back in the day, man. Y'all can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I only had small Foot Lockers. I, the first Foot Locker I ever saw. Uh, or ever went into was huh? the one. There was like one on the one on thirty four. No, it wasn't even the one on thirty fourth Street. There was the first one that I ever went to was the one by my house. I had I lived next to one, uh-huh. and so like it was literally just like the bottom of a apartment building, and like there was a there was a a foot locker right there. So I would just no. on the way home, I would just go walk in. Oh, what's coming out? Like that's it. That's the, the extent no, I got. No, we had. We had the big one, which had the ladies on the side and the men and the kids was in the back. You had the big scoreboard when you checked out, mm-hmm. like you had the track. Yo, I had, we had those. We had those. That's fancy. They don't do it like that, though. They don't. That's fancy. They don't do it like that, though. <laughs> they don't do it like But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that was amazing. Uh, uh, but since we're, we're coming down to the end, close to the end of the podcast, I want to ask you another question. And that question is, think about you as a young kid opening that pair of sixes the first time. What yeah. would you tell yourself as you were opening those that box? I would tell myself, and actually I have a, I have a TikTok <laughs> that I made mm-hmm. that I was, people was doing that. When they was looking in the mirror, I know they was looking outside the window. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, no. <laughs> in that first pair of shoes, they're like, yeah. you know, it, it opens the door for so much. Um, I would tell them, hold on to those a lot harder than what you did. Don't go for stuff. I want you to keep the stuff that you have because that shoe, that one shoe is going, you're going to have so many memories and it's going to connect you with your family it's going to connect you with people seeing you across this great this uh, app in the future and you're going to be admired 
for the one thing that you always wanted was to be a representation of this community as a black father. And I would tell him, you're going to do big things just that one shoe. That one shoe is going to spark a movement of people around you. So. Oof, man. That, <laughs> give it chills. Everybody listening definitely like, I felt that, man. I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a really big, I'm a deep thinker when it comes to like, you know, thinking about um, this game in layers because I, I think that this game is not just, you know, one, two step. It's so many layers and so many people that inspire me, just the little big things. And I always try to show people love back because you don't never know who needs to hear, like, man, you doing good things. Who needs to hear, yo, man, you inspire me to try something. You know, you we need to be more gracious this this, this year. Cause we can tell people, yo, keep going. Just those DMs that I get a lot of times from people. I tell them every time, when next time I see them comment, I send them a DM. Thank you for, man, I was inspired. This show was inspired by you. You know, this question would inspire our conversation. You know, I just think we need to do more because this game, game is just, there's a lot of people trying to steer us away from what they're getting, the passion, the real trueness of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I don't like. So with that being said, we have to band together and, and get people like-minded like us and create the band, the brotherhood in the community around it of trueness and fairness and, and, and everything that encompasses the goodness of what we grew up on. And don't let this hype of you got to have this and this checklist and gatekeeping, let that shit go away. Yeah. We don't need it. I think it's, it's something that needs to be pushed out more. That's why I tailor my stuff instead of just like, it's more of like questions and, and like, I just want to get a better sense of where we are right now. And I mean, it's why this podcast was created. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather talk about how we got here and highlight as much as we can of, of not, not saying that like, oh, this is like the best of times, but it's, it's times that yeah. we can create again. Like, you know, like, yeah, we like, can. Exactly. And I think, I think it's be it, a lot of what is on the internet now pushes us away from it. It's, it's pushing us towards the consumerism of it yeah. and not that the idea which is the the fact that and i mean this year is for me it's I, I believe in that as well of just pushing more positivity through this but i uh, also I feel like we need to we need to make a point of we our money is is worth as much as we are like in terms of just like like you don't just spend the five thousand dollars to get your pair because it's what's going to make you feel better, right? No, it's yeah. more about why did you want to get that pair? That's the reason why <laughs> you're going to feel better. Like <laughs> like it's it, it gets missed upon and I think I think as we as we do our type of content, people get more more awareness of it. We're going to bring it back. It's going to it's not going to be overnight and I won't think that it's ever going to be overnight, but if I can change yeah. one person's view on what we think, what we think is more than just a hobby. It's more. It's a. It's a. It's not that. It's not something that dictates us, but it's something that excites us. It's something that makes us come back and be like, "Yo, this is great!" Like I can't believe I got yeah. these. Like that. 
that's something that needs to be looked at as honorable versus it being like, oh, you're just buying it for money. Like you're like, or, or you're just going to sell it for this and that, you know, like. Yeah. We open ourselves up for stuff like that because I mean, I remember when I first started doing stuff with my kids and posting stuff with my kids, we, we've been doing that for it'll be 10 years in September. And, um, I remember just doing that and people hated and thought I was clout chasing. People thought I was just, you just trying to do that to get attention. I was like, why am I, if, if, if I am trying to get attention, is it good attention? <laughs> you know I mean? is, it, is it genuine? And and I think that was the the one thing I hated defending myself on, and I couldn't I couldn't defend myself on certain situations because I, I mean you had to just watch how I move. Yeah, and, and I feel like you know even with when you meet new people, you're auditioning to keep their their interest. Mm-hmm. You, you you know when you you remember how back in the day and and on and on you've been on Instagram, but. I remember the days where if you you like somebody's picture five or six times, you got an instant follow right after. Yeah. I remember those days. And I remember those people that just followed and generally love. Now, now it's an audition. You better, you got to go through that two-week period. You better be showing me love and commenting and liking and saving, you know. And it's just like where it became a task. And it was just like, damn. Then you get the unfollows. You know, it was just, it just craziness. You know, I don't, you know, now, I mean, I haven't moved on my number in two years. I've been stuck at that number for two years. I can't move it. Like, I can't grow. I wouldn't say that, man. We're going to get you up. We're going to get you on here. We're going to get you I don't up. want to no more. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so content because I don't have faith in that K. Yeah. Because I've seen people that got way more followers than me and don't have, don't have, don't have nearly as much impact mm-hmm. and much knowledge. When it comes into, I've learned that, you know, that I've earned my position and where I am in this game. Um, I, it wasn't, it, I didn't buy it. Mm-hmm. And I don't flaunt it. Right. I'm, I, you can come to my content and see, I'm just, it's just me and my kids just hanging out, being blessed in the moment. And I, that's what I want, positivity. You you hit on that earlier, positivity, man. Positivity. That's, that we need more of it because. Having fun. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all we all we got is what my boy would always tell me. Yeah. We all we got. So, yeah, you know, like, why would we try to just knock each other self down? Like, why would we keep trying to knock each other down? Like, nah. <laughs> uh uh-uh. Yeah, man. But, you know, appreciate you jumping on this episode. This episode was amazing. Uh, and for everybody out there, you know, what we say every week, wear your kicks. Peace. <laughs>